Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this reaches you, you are listening to another episode of Six Feet Under Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, everybody? What's going on? Hey. <laughs> so check this out. I know I was doing an episode every fucking day at one point in February. I'm not going to front with you. On one point, I loved the fuck out of that. Another point, I'm not going to front. I kind of overdid it to myself. So before I get into begging you motherfuckers for five stars or just asking you for five stars because, you know, hey, that's what I want. But you don't have to give that to me if you don't need to or you don't want to. Sorry, let me back that the fuck up. <laughs> let me just say this. I said this last week as far as how I'm trying to format shit. Your boy's still in development stage. So I switched the rules up. I switched the game up. But I was recently speaking to my good friend, Eddie G, and he informed me this. He said, stop fucking dropping episodes on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I can't fucking disagree with him on that. Because I ran this past Anubia Nugget, and she told me the same damn thing. And both of them said the same shit. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are days for y'all. The family. <laughs> y'all my motherfucking family, man. Ain't shit changed, dog. I still do this because it's therapeutic. I still feel like we're sitting down at the dinner table, eating some delectable meals, fucking chilling, um, and just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be dropping episodes here on out uh, best possible as I can. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, this week is going to be a little bit of a different week, primarily because March the movie March is madness. March madness is going to be starting and popping. I actually started last Friday, y'all. It started last Friday. Your boy went to Reno. He had to make a play on some shit. I made the plays. I'm trying to get my name out there. I'm trying to fucking be a podcaster and a stand-up comedian and a motherfucking good man. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty sure I can only do two out of those fucking three. But <laughs> I'm going to fucking try to do all three because I believe in myself and I believe in y'all. So let's go ahead, pop into it like it ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Today is Monday. Y'all know what the fuck that means. That means this is the day that you come to me, your great uncle, and ask me for some advice. Uncle P's advice. And why Monday? I was asked, why do you ask? Why do we ask Uncle P for advice on Monday? Well, it's very simple. If you're like me, which you probably are, because that's why you're listening to my podcast, because you like me as a person, and we probably know each other on some personal level, or we've probably met and kicked it and talked a couple of times, or we've met and only chatted through social media. Shout out to everybody. Uh, I'm going to do an episode one day and shout out the cities that I'm listening to because it's pretty fucking phenomenal. I appreciate that. Uh, if you're like me, you work very hard or you work moderately decently hard Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sundays are your days for yourself. Sunday is maybe the day that you live for your religion. And, uh, you know, you're, you're on the grind, bro. You hustling, hustling and bustling. And that generally leads to two things, success and sometimes bad decisions. Because when you're out there hustling, you're out there bustling, you don't really be paying attention to shit, and you slip up, 
and you fuck around and you make mistakes. Yeah, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Shit happens. Shit happens. And so you tend to say one thing and then do another thing on the weekends because let's just be real. The weekends are for some God forsaken reason. They're not they're not regular days. You ever eat really well through the week and then eat shitty on the weekends because you think those calories don't count? Well, they do, motherfucker. And so that's why you come to me, Uncle P, on Monday and ask for advice because those bad decisions you made Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, your moms and your dad, they don't hate that shit. At least they do, but then they're going to judge you. And your brother and your sister, I don't know, man. They're they're out doing their own thing, so they don't hate that shit either. Or if they do, they're going to hold it against you in an argument. So you come to me, good old Uncle P, and we discuss matters as a family, and I don't judge you. Why? Because simply, I love you. I love you for who you are, and I love you for what you have done and what you haven't done. And I'll always love you. It's nothing big, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm just always trying to keep it chill. I'm sorry. Keep it trill. Keep it G, you know? And uh, be honest with y'all like you're honest with me. So today's uh, Uncle P's advice episode. If you follow me on social media, you probably saw me post up uh, the storyline and uh, everything that occurred. Um, It's a very long email, so I'm not going to read too much of the email. I'm not going to read the whole email. I'm going to give you guys a gist of it just so you can have an understanding. And um, um, it comes from... Toby. (laughs) Brody says his name is Toby because he's a slave to these hoes. All right, Toby. I I know who you are. And uh, you and I have similar vices, so I'm not even going to hold you. But uh, I will read this email because uh, or this DM because you're fucking hilarious. And you took the time out to write me this. All right. So let's jump into it. Hey, Uncle Poochay, I don't know what to do. Me and my girl been going out for some years now, and we broke up. And for all the right reasons, she hates me, and I hate her, and her rhino neck bone-built mama, and the rest of her family. Bruh, rhino neck built bone mama. I don't even know where to go with that. But anyways, my question is, should I get back with her? Because these new hoes be tripping in there ain't nothing out here in these streets. Yeah, me and my shorty fight, but we both have great careers, and she can see past my flaws, and I can probably get jiggy one day or her bitch-ass family. Damn, dog, you really don't like her family. Because <clears throat> these new hoes are something fucking else. And let me tell you, yeah, you said that once before, so you must have really had a bad experience. So me and my shorty split, and I'm like, cool, whatever, I'm going to do me. Boy, was I wrong. That shit flopped quicker than a... (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. I was busted faster and sloppier than a tube of biscuits. Let me expound on my trial and tribulations. Sounds like it might be a good one. Couple months go by. 78 days to be exact. No pussy. Yeah, man, I feel you. um, My best friend is my left hand. So I, I can't... I hop on Tinder, upload some of my best pics get fly, get fresh, and get jiggy, and start matching with different hoes in different area codes. Great song. Should be a national holiday. 
So I started messaging a few of these hoes, and a few are actually pretty cool people. <clears throat> I eventually matched with this lad in joint, and she messaged me like, boy, you so fine, where you at? Pumping my head up and making a motherfucker feel good. I thought to myself, yeah, baby, this is the type of love I feel like I deserve. After a couple of hours of chatting and messaging back and forth, she hit me with some direct energy and asked if she could come over. Feeling froggy, I decided to, to leap and tell her, sure, come through. After waiting for 35 minutes, cleaning my room. Good job, bro. I'm glad you cleaned your room. Your fucking room can smell like stale feet sometimes, but shout outs to you. Cleaning my room, Shorty finally arrived, wearing booty shorts and a see-through shirt that showed her pierced nipples. Sounds like you're in the game, dog. I'm not going to front with you. Do your damn thing. We instantly kick it. I'm <clears throat> sorry. We instantly hit it off, and she lays down on my bed, hops on the sticks, and looks for a show to look for on Netflix. Not going to lie, brother. It's kind of weird that she got so fucking comfortable, but I don't know. After skimming through Netflix for about 10 minutes, she pulls on some, she puts on some bullshitting ass movie. And I think to myself, all right, how much longer do I wait to make my move? I hope you made your move and you asked her, bro, because, you know, niggas ain't out here trying to be fucking rapey dog. Anyways, after 15 minutes of watching the movie, she starts to rub the side of my neck. I'm thinking to myself, we're in this fucking G thing. Yep, I would think the same thing. We're in this fucking G thing. Being the player that I am, I suddenly but smoothly put my hand on her thigh and decide to myself, I'm going to creep my way up. Ooh, I wish you wouldn't use the word creep. <laughs> she says to me, oh, getting pretty handsy, huh? I instantly move, remove my hand and back away. Smart man, smart man. Ten more minutes go by. Then she proceeds to rub my neck again. I tighten up because, I mean, let's be real. I don't fucking know this person. She looks me dead in the eyes and she says, loosen up. I was just kidding about the handsy comment. I think to myself, oh, thank God. I was really trying to figure out how the fuck I could kick her out of my room. <laughs> Let me read. Let me scoop down. Oh, <laughs> a couple of minutes go by after that. And then Shorty gets mad direct with me. Pull your D out, she says. I look her dead in the eye and tell her, pull it out yourself. Smart move, smart move. In the court of law, what you just did, there was a power play. So if uh, <laughs> anything happens, she pulled them out yourselves. Good job, man. Good job, Toby. You're pretty smart. She pulls my D out and then with no hesitation, decides to give me the quite, quite 3,000. I never had the 3,000. I've had the 1,000, the 1,500, but never the 3,000. Needless to say, I popped faster than a bag of popcorn in the microwave. Shorty swallowed my kids like a champ. Not going to lie. Never had the 3,000 or the 1,500 or the 1,000, but I'm going to say those sound fucking delightful. Sounds like Shorty has a straight vacuum cleaner for a mouth. And um, hey, good, good for her. Good for her. After it was all said and done, Feeling like the man, <clears throat> I asked Shorty, hey, what did you think of my, oh my God, no you didn't. I asked Shorty, hey, what did you think of my D? She looked me dead in the eyes and asked me, are you sure you want to know the answer? Oh, damn dog. <laughs> Begrudgingly, I, without any concern, said to myself, said to her, yeah, sure, I don't care. 
To which Shorty responded and said, To be honest, your D is cool. It's not small. It's got big size. But I've sucked way bigger dick. <laughs> I've sucked way bigger dick off Tinder. And I love this shit. I love catching recognition off Tinder. I love sucking dick. So I love getting the opportunity to suck dick on Tinder when I get a chance. Bruh, she is ruthless. She is. She's something else. Instantly, I think to myself, oh my God, oh my God, what have I done? You feeling weird, bro? <laughs> I think to myself, oh my God, oh my God, what have I done? I really just let some random Tinder joint come over, suck me off raw, and then <laughs> lay in my bed. It wasn't the fact that I gave myself to her to which made me un made me concerned. More so, it was the fact that I realized that she could fucking have something. So I instantly hopped out of my bed, hopped in the shower, took a 10-minute shower. Bro, you left a random person in your bed? Took a 10-minute shower to wash off any possible diseases and went back to my room and asked her, do you have anything? She asked, what do you mean? No, I brought nothing. <laughs> I just thought you were, thought you were asking, did she have like, did she bring some belongings? That's funny. Do you have anything? I said, no, like STDs. She said, no, what the fuck? I'm clean. I instantly started to pace the room, worried that I, I had possibly caught something like the heavy herbs or gonorrhea. Uh, yeah, that didn't cross your mind prior. Okay, whatever, bro. I instantly, I, I began to worry even harder and harder and break out into an anxiety attack. To which I told myself, please calm down. You don't know this bitch and you're looking weird. Yeah, I'm sure you do, bro. A couple of minutes go by as I'm sitting in the corner pacing. The, the tender joint says to me, hey, I guess we aren't going to have sex, huh? I quickly snap back at her and say, fuck no. But then I have to remember to keep my voice down because unbeknownst to her, I don't live with roommates. I actually live with my mama. Damn. You catching wreck off Tinder, living with your moms, bro. You're making a whole situation hot, bro. You, you get y'all niggas robbed. <coughs> I then apologize and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm tired. And this whole night has been a lot for me. I send Shorty on the way. And then from going from there, I proceed to block her number to, to block her number for the rest of the night but then decide that I should unblock the number just in case I do come down with something and I need to fucking threaten her. All right, damn dog, don't threaten anybody. JK, okay, cool. JK, I would let her know if I did come down with something because we don't need to be con contaminating the streets out here. Yeah, dog, I, I fucking agree. I agree. <clears throat> in closing, I have to ask again, I clearly am not down for hookup culture. I don't know how to hook up correctly. And these new wave bitches give me anxiety. I don't want a disease. I want new vagina, but then I can't deal with the backlash that comes with it. <clears throat> so, Uncle Pooch, should I get back with my girl and just deal with her, her rhino neck bone, built bone mama and her punk ass family? Or should I just sit this out for a bit, get to know myself and try to figure it out? Please respond because I'm worried. And I just put in for my SED tech 
STD test, but I still feel like I have PTSD. <laughs> oh my God, dog. Toby, Toby, Toby. My nigga Toby, you are definitely a slave to these hoes because that was some funny shit. And I do know that regardless of the information I give you, you're going to make your own decisions. So I'm going to say this, man. As your Uncle P, you know there's no judgment. You know I don't hold anything against you. But when you look at situations like Tinder, like dating apps, because I've talked to you guys about that. I've talked to you guys about me being on those things. And yeah, your boy was on them. Got off of them because it just wasn't for me, man. And I'll tell you this. First and foremost, bro, before I tell you about getting back with your girl, I, I, I will say this. Um, you probably want to slow it the fuck down, bro. Catching wreck is cool. Getting the poom poom is cool. Getting the top is cool. But um, bringing randos to your mama's house and attempting to knock them down and then catching anxiety attacks. Well, that ain't cool, bro. And I'm pretty sure you can agree with me on that. That, you know, you already made the first mistake by bringing our bus down to your mama's house. Like, that was the first mistake, bro. Protect yourself. Protect your neck. I know it's hard out here in these streets. Niggas don't want to be making love to their left hand forever. Believe me, dog. I know. I'm out here going eight, nine months strong on that shit. Shit is terrible. You can only fucking... Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, that's first things first. Secondly, um, I would ease up on the tender uh, and looking for quality in that. I mean, you know what an OG once told me once before? Men and women get upset with the outcomes that their significant other or their sexual partner, like, put out. But they know what they're dealing with. Just They just think they are going to be dealing with something better. In essence, I kind of fucked that up. But what I'm saying is, is that whenever I'm dealing with somebody or dating somebody or just like seeing them, I have to tell myself, I have to remind myself. I know what I got. Because a lot of times we as people see someone not for who they really are, but for who we want them to be. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is called potential. And as I heard on one podcast before, that is probably one of the worst reasons to date. I feel like people have dated me because they thought I had potential. And potentially all I did was let your ass the fuck down. <laughs> But that's neither here nor there. So you shouldn't have really snapped on the tender joint. You know, she was just playing a part. She was doing what she felt like was the do. And from the looks of it, since you sent me her profile, she is 23, 24. Come on, Toby. Let's be real, bro. We all know how we were living when we were 23, 24. We was living foul. We was out here getting it, bro. So don't judge her. So I'll transition to this next one. You 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 asked about getting back with your girl. <sighs> Toby, don't do that shit. <laughs> or do it. But I have known you in a short time period that I've known you and you and your girl are they're toxic. 
and there's just complete poison. And I feel like both you motherfuckers be killing each other softly with your poison ass tendencies. And um, so I would back the fuck off that. I would not engage deeply into that situation, mainly because when you look at it, um, yeah, you're comfortable. Yeah, that's something you're used to. But is it good for you? Is it fucking good for you? And so I would never tell you to throw away a um, 10 year relationship like you've had because you've known your ex since high school and since high school. And so um, and motherfuckers is going to be on their 10 year, your 10 year class reunion. Um, you know, your ex since high school. And so I know that's a hard situation to walk away from. So I, I can't blame you for not wanting to walk away from it. But I can say this to you. You got to be able to protect your peace. And I know we hear a lot of people say that nowadays, but what I'm saying to you and what that means to me, at least, is that you got to be able to review that situation with uh, your ex and think, yo, if I get back with this person, are things going to be better or are they just going to be comfortable? And chances are, bro, they're just going to be comfortable. Which, I mean, hey, man, to each is fucking very own. Whatever works for you, works for you. Um, I am not you. You are not me. So do what you have to do in that situation. But I don't know, man. Protect your peace. Um, please don't be yelling at her. She shouldn't be yelling at you. But, uh, yeah, I would I would suggest that. While I'm on the subject matter, another thing I, I should point out to Toby is this. I was uh, recently in a service because uh you know your boy tries to use sunday as god's day and um i was in service and this was just yesterday actually i was i overheard the pastor say um what's for you is for you which is something we all have heard before but i think i need to put this out there strictly for the men um mainly because i just feel like we need to hear this the pastor said in the service, yo, the only person you should be jealous of is the person you're going to become. And I can't voice that enough because I myself know my past two failed relationships, and I'm only diving, in, diving into those because you asked about going back to your ex. Two ways I failed both those young ladies is all I did was compare myself to their past, to whoever they dated previously, because I don't date women that are bums. So inadvertently, they don't generally date men that are bums. It just so happens that in comparison, when I looked at it, <laughs> I was kind of the fucking downgrade. At least that's how I felt. I don't feel that way anymore now. But, yo, Toby, don't be out here hooking up with Tinder joints and then asking them to rate and uh, compare you. Um, like I ask people to rate my damn podcast. Yo, fam, don't do that. Don't don't rate your meat. At least don't ask her, man, because you're just going to set yourself up for a fucking letdown. <laughs> I hope I gave you some good advice there, Toby. I appreciate you asking. I appreciate you writing in. Um, let me know how things go. Give me an update from time to time. 
it's always nice to hear like what's going on or what happened or didn't happen. But yeah, man, um, you listening to this, I can't stress again how much I really do appreciate you guys. Um, on a Wednesday or, or on a Tuesday or Wednesday's episode, I'm gonna get deeper into uh, some subject matters of uh, diversity and uh, compulsion disorder. Uh, because I feel like those are two subject matters that need to be talked about. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where we need to be upfront and honest with ourselves about what is and what isn't. At least I need to be. So that's uh, what I'm going to do here. Um, I'm going to start trying to have guests. Um, I'm going to be getting really busy these next couple of days. So it's going to be harder for me to just pull up on people and have guests. But I'm going to try to do it because nothing is stopping me from being great out here. But again, I want to thank you all for listening. This has been an episode of Six Feet Under Podcast. I'm your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. And, and like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please remember, please allow the peace to kill the evil that is trying to come from within you. And until next time, y'all, I'm out.